Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. And we got to going and we forgot to turn the recording on, so you missed our whole first 40 minutes of exciting conversation. If you get on our call, you'll be able to be part of our call. We're every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and it is daylight over here. I know for Colin it was still a little wee dark when he's on the west side, but it gets light earlier, and the days are getting shorter as we go towards December 21st. We're on the downhill shoot now. We're in July, and it's we passed by, and this is for everybody to get, we passed by the anniversary of the Brexit of 1776. Now, think about it. British exit of 1776. But it didn't happen really in 1776. It happened two years after the Revolutionary War was over with, and uh, so it probably was about 1779 or so when the British really left. So we're not going to be technical, but that was the sign that was put up by a UPS uh, smarty uh, that sent a sign out to put on the UPS post office, uh, the UPS stores, that UPS will be closed on the 4th of July in honor of the anniversary of Brexit of 1776. I thought it was hysterical. At least someone had the more truth about it than what people are really thinking. Fourth of July is just the fireworks. Now, there's a reason for it. Uh, do you know it? <laughs> just like Memorial Day. Do you know why we have Memorial Day? For all the to go to the beach and have a picnic and drink beer. What, what else do you think we have Memorial Day for? No school. Of course, no school. What what are we thinking of? How can I forget that? I mean, they don't even know why Labor Day is called Labor Day, you know, so because you got a labor on day? No. It's in honor of or respect of the labor unions and the labor worker. You, the slave. Yeah. (laughs) on to bigger and better things. So it's been a very interesting conversation that you missed. I'm not going to go over it. So you get to know that you missed it. <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff going on. I, I You know, there's several things that I've um, been reading and doing. I finished a book called The Code of Conduct, and I kind of bookmarked some expressions I wanted to say that here in a book, this guy, um, they're talking about people in uh, the different cities, uh, and they're, uh, this is about a virus, that a, a guy created this virus that killed people 
if they took a specific one of the flu viruses, get the programming, they, uh, maybe I read this, but I'll, I'll say it again. Uh, and, and the people don't really know what's going on and how people are doing. And uh, if they were so eager to dictate how it should be done in Washington, why were they sitting on their asses in Tennessee and Texas, Idaho and Indiana? Why weren't they trundling, trundling their fat little children onto buses and coming to D.C. to help lend a hand? The answer was simple, because it was beyond them. And that's what the Internet has helped. Uh, this story is without Internet, without cell phones. I mean, uh, everything is done the old-fashioned way, with just going to a corner phone. They had no idea how government works, much less how important government worker work, workers were to, to its continued function without federal employees it all stopped all of it these at national parks didn't get collected school lunch regulations didn't get enforced borders were left unprotected and that was only the beginning the inmates wanted to, inmates wanted to run the asylum there was no way that could ever be allowed to happen anything that grows is by definition alive washington dc has no exception as a, and this is going on into, uh, as a living organism, the federal government's number one job was self-preservation. Any threat to its existence had to be dealt with. When the country class came with, with its pathetic rhetorical torches and meddling electoral pitchforks, new Rome was ready. It fought back with tools no one had ever seen coming. New Rome weaponized its own federal agencies, the Internal Revenue Service, the Department of Justice, the Environmental Protection Agency, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. They all swatted away each and every attack. And this is a perfect time to talk about Chicago. I know, Offer, you're in Illinois, but Chicago is bankrupt. It totally is bankrupt. And the state of Illinois is right on its tail. And why? Because of the gargantuan amount of government employees. It has government and it has government agencies watching government agencies watch government agencies. Hello? I mean, that's triple fraud right there to begin with. There are employees that were not their employees, but that's exactly what the cumbersome. And why is Illinois so bad? We had a president that really liked Illinois and really wanted it to sacrifice its own. And that's what it's done. And this government is so uh, humongous. And, uh, And part of what our discussion was, was the bringing out of so much, so many people actually labeling themselves as gay or bisexual. Why are they doing that? Is it to be recognized? Is it to not be made fun of? Is it to be um, freed from the harassment or to be able to harass someone else? We, We don't have those answers. What we have to really look at is who are you and what are you and what 
can you, as an actual living, breathing man or woman, really give to this country that it's not being taken away from me? Because it's being taken away. And uh, there was another page I had in here, but I don't know. Oh, I see. American citizenship was an honor and responsibility. Americans were stewards of their republic. The politicians weren't in charge. The citizens were. Yet there were Americans who not only didn't know a thing about how the government functioned, but there were staggering numbers who didn't even bother to vote. Because uh, the previous paragraph is next to self-preservation instincts of Washington's political establishment. And that was the real hot button that they're talking about. The average citizen, he didn't expect the average citizen to know the head of every agency, but the second most important government in the official United States, that was by no means too much to ask. And the, the part before that was most people don't even know their vice president. Look at the trick they did on the uh, um, uh, Obama's first election against um, the guy from Arizona, and how they switch Palin, Palin for him, and um, I've forgotten names, but the one that was actually Obama's vice president was put in McCain, on McCain's vice president, and Palin was put on Obama, and people didn't even get the difference. I've forgotten who this vice president is with uh, Trump. Is there, uh, what's his name? Is it, was it Long or something like that? I've forgotten. So does anybody know who Trump's vice president is? Not me. <laughs> That's I've embarrassing. Forgotten. We should know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I've forgotten. There was the two of them, they were vying for it, and I can't remember. One was Jack something, and he was Speaker of the House, so I'd forgotten it. But uh, it is our point of what is really going on here. And um, part of, there was something else I was going to read about the the different things that are going on around us that are so um, so crazy making. But um, I'll leave the floor open for you. And oh, I, I have an update on the the antennas and, and towers around this. On the um, Beacon 37, one of the gals, um, Allie from Washington State, gave one a antenna search doc. She said, would give you the antennas and towers around you. So I, I went on it yesterday and I looked it up. And in a four mile radius around this address, or if you've been here, this address in Spartanburg, I have 80 towers. Now, the last time this report was done, this is going to floor you, was 2011. I have counted in the last two months 14 huge towers around me. Where are those 
80 that are supposedly around you. And there was a, another note on the little plaque that came out for uh, my address was the um, a new application was made in 2011. So this isn't even the updated correct amount. It's outdated. So just uh, if you want to test it for yourself, antennasearch.com and put in your uh, house address and see what uh, towers are around you. I mean, these are skyscrapers. These are, I mean, Spartanburg does not have tall buildings. We have one major tall building, and that's the Denny's building. That's that's really it, and it's up kind of on a hill, so it looks even taller. So it's um, a very very interesting thing where these towers are being put. They're put up on tower on hills. They're put up in in very conspicuous places, and I know most people don't even notice them. My head, I feel like that owl. My head's constantly turning around trying to see what other new ones have just gone up. So I yield. I open the floor for what you want to talk about. Just different things. Oh, Anna Van Wright sent out something new that I'm going to send out to you. It uh, may be interesting reading. And... Um, I've gotten another letter from our IRS friends, so I'm I'm getting materials for that too, besides my executrix. Just different ways. You can, oh, I know what it was. Oh, um, what's his name? A uh, column. What was the doctor's name that we had in? And Orpha, you'd know it too, with um, Jen. Caldwell, caldwell.com. I got some information from him that I'm going to send out to people about uh, some of the crazy things that are going on in the medical field. One was about the guy who is a um, Amish fellow who raises and manufactures healing materials, uh, salve for your skin and different things like that. But it's all, it's all organic. It's not sprayed by Monsanto stuff. And the FDA is after him, and they've uh, accused him. And even Sheriff Mack went to the trial. They weren't permitted in the courtroom, of course. They sentenced the Amish man to six years in prison for doing a healthy product where the FDA approves products that will kill you. And we know they've killed people. So uh, that's, again, what we need to get out onto the the things. Uh, but Sheriff Mack was there. We can't even get him to come forward on some of the other people. And the, the Amish man said, I do not belong to your corporation. I've never, I've never been part of your corporation. So these rules don't apply to me. 
but they are attempting to make an example of them. And when you put a person who's been raised totally on organic food and you put him in with a slop you get in a prison, uh, it will be a, a real health detriment and he will he is a victim. So we can do something about that. And it's it's time. Um, has anybody ever gotten anything from change.org? I have. I actually signed up on that. Huh? What are you thinking of them? I get to know them. I mean, I've just... I mean, from what I can tell, I mean, I think they're, they're okay. I mean, they're just trying to get some changes taking place. They have people sign petitions and stuff, but I don't know what. Why? What do you? What do you mean? What do I think of them? <laughs> well, I think they're fraudulent. I think they're because uh, we don't want change. We need to actually route out these people, but we don't have to do it with animosity. We start our own. But change.org used to be another organization that had change in it, and it was socialist. That is the whole thing that's going on in Chicago, is the major socialism that they've incorporated in uh, Chicago. I got to tell you, when I worked in the Board of Education, we had a very good school system, at least at that time. But I got out of education in the Chicago school system because they were letting inferior teachers in, teachers that had no concept of what they were supposed to do and were doing what they were told. And and I'm not saying there weren't some good ones in there that stayed and grinned and bear it. But what I learned on that Chicago thing that Chicago program, I'll send it off to you. It's it very interesting to listen to because this is the way Detroit went. This, because if Detroit was uh, totally bankrupt on socialism. It was the city, the model city of how everything can happen. And it totally went in the store. And, of course, it had great um, criminality as a mayor and as the aldermans, et cetera. This is the same that's gone on in Chicago, that we have great criminality. And it has affected the Board of Education in such a way that the um, the school system, now here in South Carolina, we are not the paragons of great virtue. They are way low on the totem pole. But Chicago is lower than them. That's what amazed me. And we had used to have pretty good education in Chicago. And uh, the all of the other factors uh, of what's going on in that socialistic environment, which they put in to control the people, I think my, my sister-in-law who's in Ohio, she said they had something like a hundred, either a hundred, Gunshots on uh, 
4th of July or 100 deaths from gunshots. And this is a city where they have removed all their weapons. Now go tell me how you're going to protect yourself when you're getting shot at and you don't have them, but the criminals do. This is, this is exactly the socialistic thinking. No weapons for the people, but we'll come in and kill you. So that's what's going on in there. And it, it, he was saying it repeatedly, and this will be taken up in other cities. So we, as this book said, the people have to get off their ass. And that's in the book. And this book was written, it's called The Code of Conduct. And it was written in um, twenty something, twenty fifteen. Copyrighted in twenty fifteen. And he's bringing in a lot of the stuff that's going on today with the vaccines and all the other stuff. That's how they were spreading it. So it, it's a very, um, it's being written all over the place. It we're being told all over the place. And uh, when they want to just change something, change has never worked. We know that through Obama's eight years. This was all about change. There hasn't been any change. It's been the same old, same old. Oh, and the another thing I read that was in this article with um, Coldwater Caldwell, I'm calling it cold water. Caldwell is the uh, the hate against Trump and the hatred. Now, I'm I've been seeing it, and I just keep blowing it all off. But what I'm seeing a lot of is people just repeating what's being told them to repeat, and that's the uh, whole agenda of authority and who's got the authority around here. And this is the the major insanity that we all have to um, keep looking at. Why are they doing this insanity of all this constant uh, usurping of authority? and making you the bad guys. Excuse me? Why are we the bad guys? What What is that all about? But that's exactly where it all is. It, it is true bad guyism, if you want to put it that way. So, all right, I've said it more again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep getting carried away, kids. That's okay. Apparently, we don't have anything to say, so go ahead. Uh, Well, I always read up on stuff so that I have something to talk about. However, there's, it's really scary what's going on. Really, really is scary. And I wish we had, um, there is more being done about it. There is more being said about it. And there is more being um, brought out in the open. But you cannot, cannot at all be um, believing of the 
um, what do you call it, the amazing rationale of our government for the evil they're doing. Because they lie, cheat, and steal you out of your the shirt on your back. But So we have to always be keeping ourselves very much tuned in to what is their next step. And, and really, their next step is takeover, and they're not getting there. Uh, Colin has said it. Uh, we've heard each other saying it. They're not getting where they want to be. And that's great because the people are waking or awakened. Now we have to teach them how to fight back without having to resort to any kind of weaponry. Keep your weapons. But there's ways to fight back. And the way is not buying their stuff, not going along with their their baloney, not agreeing to their uh, their constant attempts to make you the bad guy. That's why it's very important we get to say when someone calls us crazy or some hot diggity dog, I'm on the right path. And that's really what we have to start saying. Because it is evil when they tried to debase you. <coughs> that's not acceptable. So, more, the truth will set you free, but we have to know what the truth is, don't we? Yep. Okay. Anybody else? What, Colin? Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly muted. Yeah. Oh, you were muted too? <laughs> Well, I was muted because I'm outside here with my dog and the traffic is just unbelievable. Oh, okay. So I've, been, I've been muted. Go ahead and talk to Colin. Colin, what do you remember anything of um, of Drake's? I, I wasn't able to get on Drake's call. I mean, I got on, but I can't get it to give any voice. So, um, and that little catch catch key or whatever they call it at the end when it says, do this so you show you're, you're human. And I did it and 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 it never worked. So, uh, yeah, we're called specifics. Can't recall anything specific. He was talking about stuff you had always talked about and that was the... Um, Oh, what was his name? And we're going into... There were the different television shows that he was talking. It was called Exploit. And he he had on his little banner about... Oh, uh, Twilight Zone and Outer Space and stuff like that. Do you recall anything about that? No. Oh, darn. Okay. I used to watch Twilight Zone all the time. You know, the car, you can see how noisy it is when a car goes by. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, used to love watching Twilight Zone. Well, it was well done. Very well yeah. done. It was yeah. uh, tremendous. Uh, what do you call it? Production that they did, and wow, I really enjoyed it too because it did such a good job. But and that that's kind of what Drake was talking about. How much we're probably I can only surmise how much we're being exploited by the different uh, factions that are out there that why cheat and steal. <laughs> And we don't have to do it, yeah. So it's um, it's a good. We're learning. We just don't have to go along. That's the main thing. Just don't have to do it. So, anybody else? <laughs> Okay. No, I'm back in the house now, but for some reason I'm <clears throat> talked out. I don't know. <laughs> Can't think of anything to say. That's unusual for me. <laughs> Usually I have all kinds of things to say. Well, I haven't hit on anything that's really what you're, you're thinking about, so that's all that is. Um, I was sent some information. This is totally on a different subject. Um, about, you know, this, um, well, my brain has gone somewhere. Um, you know, like the toenail fungus. Oh, yeah. Um, There was, um, it talked about this this one guy and his family who his wife had gotten this toenail fungus, which I think a lot of people have it now. I mean, to different degrees maybe, but I think it's almost impossible to get away from it. But it's the same fungus that, um, gives jock itch. <laughs> And trench mouth, you know, all the real fun sounding names. But it's it's a it's a fungus, um, and it runs around in our systems. <clears throat> and when it gets into our blood, which it does, um, it can really play havoc with your health. And he he goes on to say that his you know his wife. The doctor had given her, uh, there's two different medications that they can give you for it. Lamacil is one, and um get the name of the other. It starts with an S. But these medicines, usually it's a cream or something you just put on your toes. or And they also have a laser um, thing that they can do on your toes. Which basically is a topical thing, you know, put it on your toes and the it you know 
makes it go away. But it never gets into your system to really take care of the problem. In other words, you know, you're just doing the topical aspect of it, just putting something on your toenails. But his wife used this, I'm just going to say Lamisil, because I don't know which one she was on. But she took this, or she was using it, and apparently these two medications are almost worse than the fungus itself. Mm-hmm. Um, it had her in the hospital to the point where she was, the doctors were saying there's no hope. Mm-hmm. And um, she was very, very sick. But anyway, it was advertising. There was some... Japanese or Chinese, but one of the two doctors that actually found a cure for this because it goes to the root problem to take care of it. And um, of course, you got to order a book or whatever to, to find out what what the solution is. Of course, I think I'm going to get it just because I know I've had it, and I've. I mean, I. Mine was getting kind of bad, but I started doing a lot of things, you know, with all of the, I started hitting my body real heavy with probiotics and, um, you know, changing a lot of the foods that I ate and everything, you know, which I've been doing for the past seven years, but he does have a, a protocol to use. And um, I think I might get it, but if you want, I can send a link to you. I've, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I just um, came upon this yesterday, so I'm, and I'm not, <laughs> I haven't been looking at. It. It's one of those um, things, though, where you know you you can get this stuff, but you have to go through somebody. It's kind of like a marketing thing, you know. Well, we all know mm-hmm. about those marketing things, which mm-hmm. I, I don't care. I'm, you know, I'm not going to be trying to sell this. It's uh, not even under my name, but I can send you the link, and then it says if you, you know, to get it, just go through whoever <laughs> it was that told you about it. Well, you're not going to be able to get me because I, you know, haven't even bought it yet but I'll check it out and I'll send the link <clears throat> and um I don't know I just thought I'd mention that, <clears throat> that this is well I'm, I'm going to tell you uh, something I used to get I used to do acrylic nails and when I did acrylic nails I would get a fungus underneath them yeah. and you know what we use to heal it white iodine I used it on my toenails, my, and I even offered it uh, for my son, who was also getting the fungus on his toenails. But he was taking a lot of a Ritalin. I wasn't taking any Ritalin, but I had gotten athlete's feet at the Y, 
And I, that, I think, is what caused my fungus problem. And so um, when I went to go get the white iodine, I found out that you have to do a prescription for it because they use it as a meth mm. lab. Yeah. Or methamphetamine. And so with that, I can't get this stuff. And the white iodine healed it, stamp, $2.50. Yeah. Now you can't even get white iodine because you might be a meth, uh, a meth lab maker. Excuse me? I want it for my toenails. And so I've never been able to get rid of the fungus and the the continual harassment on the toenails. My toes look sick. They just totally look sick. And it really is annoying that um, this is part of what you have to go through to be a good American citizen. People, we have to stop saying we're American citizens. We are American, but we are not American citizens. And the reason is, is that that is what is keeping you a slave and keeping you incarcerated in this insanity that's going on around us. So, um, I encourage you not to be a U.S. citizen. States, I'm not a U.S. citizen, and keep stating it so that they uh, there is actually a, a recourse for you. It's sad, but that's exactly what's going on. And I'm attempting to get different ways in which I can actually show you how you can really have valuable relief from it. One of the things that I can encourage you on is cancel your voter registration card because that keeps you a ward of the state and that keeps them over jurisdiction over you. So all of it's about control. Controlling you in every way it can. So more you are uncontrollable and the more you know who you are and really know that I am an American, not an American citizen, and I am a flesh and blood man or a flesh and blood woman, you have the means to be in control of who you are. That's simple. Oh, I know what I wanted to also ask. Who here knows the scriptures well enough to be able to actually teach us some ways? See, I've been raised a Catholic, and as a Catholic, we never read the Bible. And so what's happening is much of what our relief is, is in scriptures. The Bible has been written by man. The scriptures were not, I think. So I'd love to learn more about that. 
from people that really know something, and I I don't know anything on that. Well, totally. the thing with the Very thing nice. with that though is most people that are very, very, very familiar with the Bible have learned about it through a religious aspect. So they're not going to find out the other meanings that have, maybe I should say translations, um, that would give you the information that you're looking for. The only person, the only person I know of that has been looking into it and probably can explain it better is Gary. He's actually gotten into the, you know, into these different interpretations, which I, I'm not real good at retaining information like that, but, um, and Colin, you could probably help me out here. The New Testament and the Old Testament, one is like the is representative and actually about the Constitution. Um, but I but I forget you know all the stuff that he's told us about it. But he does he would probably have the information that you're wanting. Um, but I don't know too many people that can recognize or understand. Um, and I use that word loosely, but of uh, these translations of the of the Bible, because they they don't want us to know those translations. They don't they don't want us to see what it has to say other than the meaning they want us to know. Correct. That that we're, you know, supposed to be worshiping somebody outside of us to take care of everything when actually there's a lot of (laughs) a lot of things in the Bible. You know, I my biggest thing ever since you know Gary did talk about the Bible the thing that I that stood out for me was you know all the parables that Jesus you know taught um, it wasn't to show that he was greater than everybody you know like turning you know one fish into you know being able to feed a multitude of people mm-hmm. same same thing with the bread and turning water into wine and parting the, oh he didn't part the red the sea. but but it's all it all goes to the same thing here you know fasting for 40 days and 40 nights um he's he, he's telling us that we have these capabilities Correct. After all, we're made in his image, right? If Correct. we're made like him, we we can do this stuff. Walk on water, you know, but we don't – we've never been taught to be able to think for ourselves, much less know that we have, you know, these powerful capabilities that 
we don't use because we don't know we we have those we don't think that we can do that stuff and the teaching the bible the way it, it is right now they don't want you to know that stuff Correct. they don't want to know want you to know how powerful you are and what you know your capabilities are so that that's the biggest thing i've gotten out of you know I mean, we we did a short little stint on the call and talked about the Bible. In fact, we we're even looking through the Bible, but um, we haven't for a while. So I'm <clears throat> I'm not really up on it, but I do know that there's more than just the tra- the religious translation that they want us, you know, to know about. We don't. We've never been taught anything different. Well, like you said, in the Catholic Church, they didn't want you guys reading the Bible. Correct. They're doing it now, but it's in the the Bible they're going to give them to read. Mm -hmm. And I said that to the priest years ago. It was my last time I ever went to church in my son's uh, uh, parish. I said, racist to not read the Bible. Now you're turning around and chastising the people because they're not coming when they've been raised not to read the Bible? Mm-hmm. Get with the program, man. Wise up. Oh, I was so mad. I, I was spitting wood. I was just so furious at this. And he was a gay priest on top of it, so I, I, I know I shouldn't say those things, and I'm I apologize to anybody if I offend you, but it was very infuriating to have this gentleman flaunt his stuff in front of people who were just, they were too uh, traumatized. They don't get it. My son still doesn't get it, but they know something, but they don't want to know the rest of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, but what what we I learned and why it's been taken off. Why do you think all of this bullshit is happening? Is because of the fact they they really are into the full on controlling of our health. I want to bring up something. You're bringing up the fungus on the toes and how it's affected that woman. How many of you, and I know there's not many on this call, but it doesn't matter. We can still make a consensus. Of you are having welts appear on your body and itch like mad. Mm. I haven't had any welts. They're, They're like you've been stung by a bee or some insect for me to better define it. Well, um, I mean, it, I, I, being outside and having mosquitoes around, how do you tell the difference? You know, I mean, because we're in mosquito clothing. season, huh? It's under your clothing. Well, mosquitoes can bite you through a pair of pants or something. 
can't tell you how many times I've gotten bit on, you know, all of a sudden I've got a <laughs> mosquito bite on my butt or something. But anyway, what what is this that's going on? I mean, I, I, I guess I attributed it to being a mosquito bite. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Um, well, in fact, just, just this morning I have a little thing that looks like a bite on my arm, but it it doesn't it doesn't itch, but it's um it's definitely a red welt that wasn't there yesterday. Go ahead. Okay, this is why I'm bringing it up because maybe it's not affecting you yet, but I've had for a number of years these welts show up on my body and I itch, and um, I've used different kinds of soaps to see if that will take away the itch. And what I'm finding is that the um, it gets worse in the heated uh, times, you know, during the summertime. But what also happens is that I think it's the parasites in our body giving us a lot of wrath of problems. Because we have parasites in our body. I don't know if you're aware mm-hmm. of that, but we do have them. And yeah. uh, they are, as you try and do healing, the skin becomes the exit zone. Yep. And I'm just wondering if anybody else is getting that kind of phenomenon that they are um, feeling this kind of craziness that's going on. I don't know. It it could be for me. I'm not sure. But I had something very, very, very strange happen to me. I don't know how long it's been. But... I was, I had this little bit of a scab on my hand. I didn't think anything of it. I figured I was bit by a mosquito or something. And I'd scratch it so it was you know, it had a scab on it. And then this one day it it felt rougher, you know, like um you know, it it just I can't even describe it, but when I, it wasn't feeling like it normally did. Mm-hmm. I had had it for, oh, probably a couple weeks, maybe. And this one day I went and scratched it, and I thought I had just, like, taken the, you know, scratched the scab off of it. And, oh my gosh, I looked down, and there was this really 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 weird bug that had come out of my skin and i don't know i don't know what it is it i actually kept it <laughs> i'm looking what? at it right now i kept it and put it between two you know some oh that tape you that clear tape you use the 
uh, sealed packages. Anyway, right. I put it in there, so I got this little square thing, and <laughs> I've been having it on my refrigerator. I want to take it somewhere and have a look at it, but it looked, shape-wise, it looks kind of like a flea. But this thing is definitely not a flea. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's too big to be a flea. Um, let me see. If you put, you know the straight pins, how they have that head on the top of it? Right. Um, if you were to take and put four or five of the the heads together, that's about the size of this thing. And this came out of my hand. <laughs> and the back is really rough. Um, uh, looks like its little legs hang down. Strangest looking little creature I've ever seen. Um but I have no idea what it is. But this came out of my <laughs> out of my skin. I'm going, Jeez, yeah. what the hell is that? And it kinda <clears throat> excuse me. Kinda reminds me of a a bug trying to burrow down into your skin and its back being able to lay completely flat. So that, you know, like, if it puts its back up, it would be real spiky and spiny. Mm-hmm. But it, it laid it back down so it was smooth against my skin. But I hadn't been bitten by anything. It was just, oh, well, at least I didn't think I'd been bitten. But I, I honestly think it came out of me. I don't think it was something outside that burrowed in. I think it was something that just uh, suddenly was coming out of me. I'm going, what the hell? (laughs) I I can't even figure out what in the world this thing is. Um, But it's, for something to come out of your skin, it's huge. It is huge. And I'm saving it you know, so if I ever figure out a place I can take it to go, you know, somebody that knows entomology um, could figure it out and tell me what it is. But yeah, we have all kinds of parasites. Well, that's why I'm bringing it up because it's to have your awareness of this going on because so much of what our illnesses are have been, as we know, have been conveyed by the food we're ingesting. Even being careful. Even being careful. So much of this food ingestion, and I mean, I'm trying to do a... um, what do you call it, a um, a cleansing. And I'm really not certain what I should be doing on the cleansing because this stuff is so changed. Oh, yeah. it, it, it is. It is hard. Um, 
that's one reason I like um, this leaky gut program because it gives you know you can pinpoint more about what's what your issues are and um, by figuring out which of the five leaky gut guts you have because then there's a protocol to cleanse you of it you know of you know like there's an immune gut which almost everybody I think has an immune gut if you've got any kind of allergy to anything or or anything like that you've you've got an immune gut there's gastric gut which I'm not sure what that one is <laughs> But there's stress gut, which is what I've got. There's candida gut, which is something else I think everybody else, you know, has too. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, you'll find, you know, you'll have two, maybe three of these different kinds, you know. And it gets you off all the things, take you, you know, to, to quit you know, eating certain foods that cause your, you know, might cause your issues, and then bringing you back up, and you can, you know, slowly add things back in again. But I'm trying to remember what the <clears throat> there's candida, immune, gastric. Uh, I think I mentioned one of the other. Uh, the other two are not coming to my coming to my mind, but anyway, it it helps you get all this stuff cleaned out and actually be able to heal your leaky gut. Well, we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. um, and I I think you know doing something like that, you can do more of a general cleanse. Um without having to be so specific. You know, you can do the cleanse for one of these, you know, whichever is your bigger problem, you know, you can work on this stuff. Doing the bone broth, I think, is one of the more wonderful things about the, about these, is doing the bone broth, because it tastes so good, but... Anyway, good point. And uh, Nikki, my buddy from uh, PA, she sent me a connection for getting on a biblical possible law, the JPEG. So um, I'll copy that before we leave. It's the getting, getting getting on to what? I don't catch what you said. Stand on a Bible. Yeah, it's a biblical <laughs> plus the law. It's a oh, JPEG biblical plus, document. plus the law. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. It's, it's definitely. Hey, I, Go ahead, I, Nikki. Hey, I am hooked up. Oh man, oh. It, it's uh, I finally uh, got that uh, that shoe working. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm listening to the the conversation, and uh, you know what uh, the woman who's speaking was talking about, and finding things coming out of her body and stuff like that. (laughs) I 
You know, years ago, they were experimenting, I guess, with sulfur drugs. And when I was a kid, I had a really bad ear infection. And my mother took me Jewish, not Jewish Memorial Hospital, uh, anyway, a hospital in the city there, a medical center it was. And it was pretty much in our neighborhood. And uh, anyhow, they gave me a shot. And apparently it was one of the sulfur drugs. And a couple of days later, oh, man, my ear, the abscess burst, and it was blood all over. It was a mess. But nonetheless, every time I have gone through, since I started to learn about doing things for myself and cleaning out the body and stuff like that, every time I have gone through a healing crisis, I taste sulfur. I taste like my mouth is filled with matches. So I'm wondering, you know, how many of these things that we're dealing with now that were in our older age were experiments that were being done back then when we were kids and our parents, you know, oh, I'm not going to do what my grandmother did, you know, or our grandmother did, what their mom did, you know, as far as the old wives stuff goes. I'm going to take them to the doctor. And I wonder what they have done to us. And that's yeah, because what uh, that was the other thing that was brought up in this um, Caldwell thing. Caldwell is a doctor. He's from Germany, and we've listened to him quite a bit in this group he belongs to with Jen uh, Global Information Network. And he actually cured his mother of the cancer the doctors gave her, and he did it as basically as a teenager. And it took put him right into the medical field because if he, as a teenager, could save his his mother, they killed his grandmother with the same practice they were attempting to do on his mother. But what I've learned over the years is back in the days of the Second World War, people were supposed to grow um, marijuana, the cannabis marijuana, not the um, Mary Jane that they think is so addictive, et cetera, et cetera. With what they, the cannabis, we've learned that they use that cannabis in the medication prior to World War One. Ah, no and doubt. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, when they put in this wonderful Federal Reserve and the IRS, all of our stuff got dumped. Our medical stuff got dumped because the AMA came in and dumped all uh, in the very beginning of the 1900s. All of that good um, Indian type of work, the uh, actual getting of uh, healing stuff was all dumped because they wanted the AMA. And again, what has the AMA created? Death death factories. They're all death factories. And that is what they all the time on us is death. And they want everyone to be dead. So this is how we have to fight back against them. And that's why I'm bringing it up, because I think it's very interesting 
that here, and another thing with supporting you, uh, Orpha, because you're in Illinois, and uh, if you've read, who is the governor of uh, Minnesota that went online and had a TV show? He was a welterweight in uh, special forces. Oh, you all know his name. And he did a program where he was, um, he, he had a book, he wrote a book, and in it, he wrote about a a um, a lab that was created in New York, across from the a river or whatever, to Connecticut. And in Connecticut, they were having this terrible problem called Lyme disease because it was found in Lyme, Connecticut. Well, what was actually happening was the fact that this laboratory in New York across the river had very poor medical um, medical things stayed on the premises. And these mosquitoes got into people's clothes and got transported out or were carried out. We don't know which. The issue here is that all was done in the beginning stages of that Lyme disease episode in the northeast there. Well, they removed that entire laboratory to Missouri, to the University of Missouri. And they now, I read someplace, they now have over... 300,000 cases of Lyme disease. Does that sound like it's uh, how about we want to get rid of people? <laughs> I, I have something to add to that, too. And just uh, recently on BBC News on the 21st of June, Okay, what uh, it was talking about is in the years after the creation of the Is Israel State, okay, now remember, the Israel State was a handshake and a wink between Lord Balfour and Lord Rothschild, right? <clears throat> so, anyway, in the years after the creation of the Israel State, hundreds of babies went missing. Their parents, mostly Jewish immigrants from Yemen, so these people knew who they were. And you're talking about the scripture, through the seed of Abraham, if all nations are going to be blessed, okay? Well, then the Palestinians got to go and the uh, Syrians got to go because they're all of the seed of, of uh, Abraham, right? Right. So, their parents, mostly Jewish immigrants from Yemen, were told their children had died, but suspicions lingered and they were secretly given away to childless families. The newly released documents have revealed some disturbing evidence, and it goes in to show how these were uh, these children were biologically, um, you know, raped, <laughs> you know, for their DNA oh. and everything else. And this, I'm, I'm going to give you the the link to this because uh, the health care was being discussed last week, of course, you know, in Congress. 
And in putting oh, yeah. two and two together, I also sent you a link for um, Wall Street now investing in debt. And this was one of the issues that was coming up in 2009 when Obamacare was being talked about. Yeah. And what it what this Wall Street now investing in debt is that those investors who were involved with the insurance the way the laws are written you know the way they were coming in to take advantage of Obamacare is that the younger the person dies the more money they make they're like term term uh, policies I went ahead and I posted this to a blog. So there's the blog right there. I said, Oh you. my God, do you know what that means? Uh, yeah. Everybody yeah. is collateralized, alive or dead. Exactly. And the thing is, is that, uh, you know, the scriptures tell us that eventually this is going to happen. And in uh, the first century, it said there are Jews who will say they are Jews and are not. But he also, that uh, Yeshua guy, he also says that Yeshua, a man who dealt with political bands, lawyers, and money changers of his day, same thing they're dealing with now, right? And right. the same thing that's written right there in the Declaration of Independence, when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to, number one, dissolve the political bands which are connecting you with another. And he overturned the tables of the money changers, so nothing has changed. And he says, though, in... Uh, in one of the scriptures, uh, Matthew sixteen nineteen, I shall give you the keys of the reign of the heavens whatsoever, and whatever you bind on earth shall be having been bound in the heavens, and whatever you loosen on earth shall be having loosened in the heavens. In other words, the binding and loosen, loosening is contract law. So what are we what are we agreeing to these man-made statutory laws or hey look holding them accountable to the 10 commandments don't rob from us don't covet what we have don't steal from us uh so on and so forth anyway i uh, to me it 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 just uh, seems simple but i i don't know <laughs> i was raised catholic too but Slovak catholic and what the uh, Slovaks did, and they still do today, the Slovaks, Ukraines, or some of the Ukraines and some of the uh, Poles, that particular area of uh, Europe, what they do, the Catholics do, is they have their baskets blessed. Now, when you go back in history, or when I went back in history and started looking at this, and I saw that Cyril and Methodius were the Catholic you know, guys who went up there to... To convert these people, okay? And mm-hmm. I can just picture my ancestors, and, you know, for good or evil, because what they did is they contracted, they probably said, okay, Cyril, okay, Methodius, we'll go ahead and go along with your, uh, you know, kielbasa and your pork at, at Easter time and your raised bread when we're told to eat unleavened bread for 10 days or, you know, seven days, I should say, seven days. Then, hey, look, we'll go along with this, but you're going to take this in on you. <laughs> and you bless, these, you bless these baskets. But still, they contracted. And, you know, we're dealing with, with stuff that our ancestors did, and they had no idea what they were doing, what they would get us into today. 
And that contract that you're talking about is indicative of why most people uh, find it very hard to see that there's something else that they should be doing because mm-hmm. of how they've been usurped into thinking, well, my ancestors did it. I've got to do it. So if my exactly. ancestors... Oh, it, it be- way I can fight that. And that's, yeah, it, that, that's the criminality of it. Right. It becomes ritual. <clears throat> ritualistic yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. what's happened to... Hey, can I chime in on this one? How you doing, Jess? Sure. Hey, hi. Uh, Donaldson here. Hi, Donaldson. Basically, I think that's why the blood of Jesus is so powerful, is that, you know, we've been taught, okay, first of all, the Christian church has been straight hijacked uh, by um, Satan worshippers, and um, the blood of Jesus, super powerful as atonement for um, supposed sin, okay, to restore God's kingdom here on earth. You know, and and because because if you think about um, the 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 loving God, right? Jesus's father, according to the story of the Bible, would is not is not about binding anything or anyone, you know. Mm-hmm. And so a a lot of what has happened is we we've been actually uh, preconditioned to believe that um, uh, you know. We don't have to do anything in our own life. All we have to do is believe in the blood of Jesus, okay, uh, to to heal, to heal everything. But guess what? As true as that may be, Jesus, his blood did serve a purpose, but we need more blood to go in the right direction, uh, which is which is why what through the ages you have seen the blood sacrificed. You know, uh, and uh, they understand the secret. Someone understands the power of blood, and by the by, not having any of us spill our own blood, uh, you know what I'm saying, over intention, and, as a community, and and sit back and accept the blood of merely one man, right? I mean, it's an idea. It's not necessarily wrong, but it's not as potent as when you go out and you slaughter thousands of people for your intention. And that's exactly what we're seeing is a slaughtering of, of, of people, right, uh, by uh, supposed, uh, you know, controllers. And it's about getting that blood to flow for, for, one, for a specific intent. You know, and, it, and I just wanted to put, point that out. That I believe, you know, uh, highly that... We need to look to Jesus' blood as an example, Jesus' life as an example, um, uh, and, and, and understand that this country was created and was, I think, you know, was created specifically, okay, uh, f- for uh, every, everybody in the world to, to make a model out of and, be, and start to model their own behavior after this country, where we don't necessarily have a, a melting pot but because we have a melting pot, because we have a melting pot, we now have the uh, authority under God's domain to have this free land as ours. Anyways, go ahead. 
Yeah, and we also have the permission, Donaldson, to do that in Article 6, because when our ancestors, you know, were standing at the bottom of that mountain, they said, when Moses brought down those Ten Commandments, we will obey, okay? And it says in Article 6, all debts, and we are indebted to the earth and all that is in it, contracted and engagements entered into, which our ancestors, many of our ancestors did, before the adoption of this Constitution shall be as valid against the United States under this Constitution as under the Confederation. Right? So wow. Is, is there, yeah, so we have the permission, we have the authority, we're just not asserting it because we have been conditioned to worship right. mammon. Mammon, and Yeshua talked about mammon, he said, you know, you cannot worship both God and mammon, or Yahweh and mammon. So, uh, the, in God we trust, which God, okay? And in the declara uh, declaration, but the, the uh, Pledge of Allegiance, one nation under God, which God? Mammon right. or the true, you know? Wow. Well, yeah, so, is, I mean, it's really what is, simple when you think in it, terms of it, scripture. It would be more, more, more uh, to the point to add that uh, even the mammon, even Yahweh and the mammon, are working on the same squad. That you you thought that Yahweh and Jehovah were the was actually Jesus's father. I've been doing research into that and understanding that the, the Dead Sea Scrolls, as well as um, 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 some uh, ancient texts uh, that have been discovered, uh, the, some rolls or what I guess, but they literally they have these these god called Inky, right? And uh, can you talk about Inky? Can you talk about the displacement of the Father God? Because what happened is, you know, obviously we've been worshiping Satan our whole lives and not knowing it. Right. And we need to get a... back to we need to get back to, um, you know, in that in more uh, I think true, uh, pure, like heart space. You know. I yield. Go ahead. I yield. Jerry, were you going to say something? We have Jerry from well, Iowa. I was, not, was saying something to my husband because I want him to hear, but I think he needs to get one of the other telephones no. in the house. This is Jerry from Iowa that's on. Uh, she just finally Hello, got everyone. Yeah. Hi, Jerry. I, I cannot yet talk to you. <laughs> it's been a dog for her. So I'm glad you you came through this way. We usually don't get on a religious bent, but it is very important we do really communicate what is happening around us. And uh, for what uh, Nikki brought up and what uh, Donaldson brought up, that is out there, people. It's not in your control has been the programming for almost two full centuries. And Absolutely. the witches and the witches burning in uh in uh, Salem, Massachusetts. We used to go there and I never felt it was wrong that there were witches. And I didn't know that 
part of my life, I had been a witch. But I was not a bad witch, if you can differentiate between them. But what I'm seeing today, and this is why I'm really glad this is coming up, is the fact that look at the enormous heat. Now, Colin has had enormous heat in Nevada. Oh, yes, they're the desert and all this other stuff. But i got to tell you, even in uh, New Mexico, but they're having it all over the place. There, There's someone in Colorado, and I've never heard of Colorado having huge uh, heat waves. This gal shared with us, she was over 114 degrees. I saw in uh, when I was in the bank last Friday, 144 degrees? This is hell on earth. They're burning you up. Why? More people. Got to go. Which, uh, as I keep saying, you're just not dying fast enough, people. I keep telling you. Well, the dying well, I think also there's an agenda. Yeah, they want everyone to die because, first of all, they do not want a mass exodus. Okay, uh, to uh, to the to the supposed holy of holies, if, you know, um, it all ties into actually um, the you know center of the earth, uh, the 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 middle of the earth plane, basically, and that we've literally the God Jehovah, Yahweh, whatever the heck, right? Yep. Was, is not necessarily the Father God, and has been feeding us lies. We've been, we believe the earth is round, okay? We have no evidence. You know, NASA, all these government uh, agencies, they support this ideology. You know, it's the same people that are screwing us yep. and teaching us that the world is a different way than it really is, you know? Um, I think the Internet is definitely allowing people to, um, re- you know, to recognize, uh, you know, the truth, okay? And, and when, it's, when, they, when they do, they... They become free, right. just like Jesus said. And uh, so that that that's what it, that's all for now. But the center of the Earth, the middle the middle of the Earth plane, right? Mother Earth, Mommy Earth. See, that's Lucifer, and the God above is the Sun, right? Jesus is the Sun, and the the, the woman is the Earth, and the light. You know, Jesus coming into the Earth, down to the Earth. And going down to the center of the earth is basically what happens when you have the northern lights, the aurora borealis. You have the sun, the sun and its gamma rays that, sh- that kind of sh- shoot our way. And then they in- get sucked into our magnetic pool field and uh, put, put, pushed through basically this vortex. Okay, um, uh, This is the idea. But again, if that's, let's just say that there's a possibility that that is true, that earth is flat, right? I'm not saying it is or isn't, but if it's if it's true, I mean it's just another possibility out there that we have we have not really explored, you know, and we've been held down by master controllers, and uh, we're waking up. Everyone's waking up. It's cool. And, and, uh, go ahead, uh, Nikki. 
Oh, no, no. What came to mind was uh, uh, Proverbs 34. It says, Who has gone up into the heavens and come down? Who has gathered the wind in his fist? Who has bound the waters in a garment? Who established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? What is his son's name if you know it? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, this Oh, is my God. What verse is that? That's amazing. I want yeah. Proverbs, Proverbs 34, verse 4. <laughs> that's, oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that's that cool. something? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much, uh, you know, what you're saying. And, uh, you know, and the thing is, is Einstein, I believe, had it right. He says E equals MC squared. Now, Yeshua, it was said that he emptied himself and became like a mortal man, right? So he, when you stop and think about it, E, Elohim, or energy, whatever, and Elohim means more than one God, like you were saying, okay? So Elohim, or energy, equals mass, and we are nothing but mass, our bodies, you know, our human bodies, our flesh and blood. And, and times the speed of light in a vacuum, okay? And when we empty ourselves of our ego and our pride and all this stuff, we become pure light. We become the energy that we're meant to be. And they I, are afraid of that because when they have that happen, we see through them, and they cannot hide anymore. That's right. Absolutely. It's wow. That simple wow. is what I get out of Scripture anyway. So. Wow. This is amazing because people, remember how many years I've been saying, Dr. Heal Thyself? Well, most people are afraid to do that because it gives them power. Elaine was a wonderful example. I don't know if she's on yet. But Elaine said she was actually afraid of her power. And look at how powerful that woman has become fighting the evil that's in her backyard. She has become a powerhouse. And I really, really, really wish she was on so that she could hear this and how powerful she really is because all of us have that power. All of us. Right. And and right there, we have the permission in that first paragraph of the Declaration of Independence. After we dissolve the political bands which connect us with, you know, this mammon god, okay, the god of wealth, then we assume amongst the powers of the earth a separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's god entitle us. And there's his laws of nature, and, and it's right there, you know. Empty yourself of your ego. Go about your daily routine. Take care of the, the earth and all that is in it because we are indebted to that for our food, clothing, and shelter. And, uh, you know, according to Article 6, they, they, wow. we have everything right here. The only trouble is, is Article 1, Section, um, uh, Article 1, Section 8 of the U.S. Constitution allows for secession and acceptance to that, you know, 10 square miles. And we stupidly, you know, check that little box to say we're U.S. citizens and put ourselves there and they accept it and we are now bound. Uh, I, I, I yield. I yield. And, and this mm-hmm. is Excellent point. And we are doing this fight all the, with the uh, Beacon 37. I bring that up, uh, Nikki, so that 
people get that there is a non-ego group that is working diligently to get this country back in the hands of the people, not the, not the other way around where our employees are ruling us. I was reading before we started the, uh, the program another article by Anna Von Wright, and it is about the um, actual um, bringing together what the corporation is doing and really naming the corporation for what it is and is liableness and how uh, they are such fortune hunters, if you want to put it that way. And what it's pointing out is we do not have to accept it anymore. And that's where all of us come, and especially us that are on Beacon 37, are coming from is the area of this is not what this is not what I joined any group for was to be a um, a catalyst of any sort. No, you're you are a catalyst by accepting the fact that you're a slave. So that's what you have to change. You have to stop accepting being a slave. And the more you accept yourself as being a slave and going out and doing their calling, then you are the loser. You're always the loser. So. Uh, and this blood sacrifice we're going to do, see, check this out. There's so much killing in the world in the name of government. Okay? And this thing called escheats, Eschets, which is a kind of a doctrine whereby all property gets reverts back to the government based on reversionary interest. Okay. We were just uh, talking about that. Go ahead and talk on it. Well, I mean, we could talk about escheats and reversionary interest, and there's actually statutes that support um, the uh, the government's authority to inherit um, the property of of uh, decedents that have no will. Um, no written will. And then so what I'm seeing is, it, you know, uh, a use of blood for an intention to enslave. And, and that's being done openly and, and broadcast by the medias, okay? Mainstream media, they always propagate death, okay? And the death of innocence, okay? That's what they propagate. And they, they propagate going off to war and dying for your country, okay? They love it. And as a matter of fact, it's because there's so much power in it. This is why I have taken so – when I say it, there's power in, in blood. Jesus did what he did on purpose. He showed us what we need to be doing with our own lives um, in order to, to really usher in um, kingdom on, heaven on earth. So the, the reason what I've been taking kindly to – what I've been ca- taking kindly to is um, – that if more people would put their blood in an open display on the internet to bring forth heaven on earth, they not only would prove that they were living men and women, okay, thus canceling out any, any, anything to the contrary, um, but 
you would also have an energetic wave of positivity sweep through um, the world. You see what I'm saying? Uh, and, and, and you would literally see, uh, I think, a manifestation of heaven, of heaven on earth because of the intent and the openness uh, of it. And with millions of people spilling their blood, you know what I'm saying, for one intent, to bring forth heaven on earth and doing it openly for all to see. Right. That is that is how we can win because they're doing it. They're doing it and they're putting it all out there in the open and it's hurting everyone. Because of their evilness, not because of their goodness. Right. I mean, it it, it is what they call white magic. And that's exactly why what you said earlier made sense where they were doing witch burnings and stuff like that. Okay, guys, this is some real stuff. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, Gerald. Claim your land patent. Correct. Claim your land patent. That way they don't own it. You don't pay taxes on it either. And that That, that is mm -hmm. part of what the the people... uh, from the um, colonies over to do the land patents here in the in the colonies, we, we have to do a lot of gut research, which I've done in the past, and uh, it can be done, but it's a time consumer. And this is uh, all of you people that are west of the colonies, and this is what we call in the Beacon 37, you're the territories. The territories were never ratified at all in this um, taking of the uh, state. They were never ratified. And so they are... What about about your republic? To the republic for which it stands. Well, the republic for which it stands was under the Articles of Confederation with the Confederation. The actual Constitution that was written in the days of the 1700s and supposedly ratified in 1789 or 79, was not ratified by the people. It was only ratified in a Congress. And it they had totally, and this Dude, is the That's so beautiful, Wonder. Thank you for saying what you're saying right now. Everybody needs to hear this. Go, go on. They actually took that Constitution at that time and made it a corporation. We have been living under a corporation since 1779, not a constitution. And this has been the lie that all of us have been living under for all these years. Why? So that they could control you. It is, again, all about the control. And about you were sold when you was taken into the social security, then isn't it? That's correct. Well, 
But that can I, can I, can, wonder, wonder, can, can I clarify something that you just said? Just, I, I'm yes, sorry. And Nikki comes next because she's even better than I am. <laughs> I, um, I just, I'll go ahead, I'll go okay. ahead, Donaldson. Uh, One, well, before I forget, talk, it, and then it, I'll go. It, thank you, Nikki. You guys, it's um, what what she said about the the Confederation and the the articles and how what applied then didn't apply because of the creation the founding document. That is so true. You know that's why we have municipalities that have charters. And their charter is authorized under state law or whatever. You know, they, it's a trickle down. And, and, and because that didn't happen, then we don't have a de jure government. We have de facto government in place. It's there until the people step up. I'm working with, organ, with people to organize um, and, and create awareness uh, about the status of the people and their ability to really take back the country. Now, Nikki, did you have something? Yes, I did. Okay. Now, uh, the uh, the gentleman was mentioning about what about the republic. Well, here in Pennsylvania, okay, looking through the history of Pennsylvania. Now, remember, everything kind of began here. I mean, as far as uh, where everything took place. Well. The fact is, is that in 1776, of course, that Declaration of Independence with that first paragraph that mentioned the age-old, you know, problems as well as the viable solutions are right there in that first paragraph, the three mandates, dissolve the political bands, assume what's your entitlement, and number three is, you know, simply declare the causes which impel to that separation. Okay, so that's 1776. By 1782, here in Pennsylvania, the men who were uh, involved with the, you know, making sure things ran correctly, you call it the assembly, and uh, I, I think that's what it's called. I, I don't have the paper in front of me. But by 1782, a mere six years after that declaration was signed and sent, they, they had to to, uh, uh, what do you call, uh, formulate an act in order to prevent the erection of any new state within the Commonwealth, because the way it's described, there were ill-disposed persons setting it not every something or another of human, you know, consciousness, and I'm paraphrasing there, but they were called ill-disposed persons, all right? Now, the act was passed to prevent the erection of a state within a state or within the uh, Commonwealth. By the time that Constitution in the same Article 4 that you're quoting from, what about the re Republic, Article 4, Section 3, says that no new state, okay, shall be added, all right? Or uh, however it's worded. But then... It gives a way that it can be. It says, without the consent of Congress and the legislatures, okay, the legislatures. So, in other words, they what can they do did, it. right, they, when they reconstructed the political bands that they dissolved, that was the Whigs and the Tories, and Yeshua's day, it was the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Right. <laughs> they could do anything they damn well yeah. please. And they are told now, everybody that's wanting to take, say, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm actually helping you, I, believe it or not, that everyone is actually uh, uh, under 
they they literally are using the Constitution against us. Go ahead. Right, yeah. and because because the the um, an agency act. This is in 1715, and going back, and I I gave uh, Wonder Ann the link to this. An agency act was also passed. This is in 1715. Who had long been an agent for the four independent companies was, and the independent companies, of course, were uh, dues payers to the city of London at that time, and appointed by the joint action of the governor council and assembly to act as an agent for the country in London okay so for the country meaning the United States but in London all right what this guy did the naturalization act which was ardently desired by the French and the Dutch of the province declared that all who were resident in 1683 and had since died seized of lands should be deemed to have been naturalized and further naturalized all Protestants of foreign birth resident in 1715. Wow. So this is so when you know the, this this Fourteenth uh, Amendment. All right, if you're a U.S. citizen or naturalized, what you we are under this particular thing that was uh, you know signed, sealed, and delivered in 1715, and it goes on to say it was largely through the mediation of Lewis Morris that this compromise was finally achieved and the long dispute over the revenue, okay, the revenue, revenue, set at least for a generation. Hunter rewarded him by appointing him chief justice. So here's where our judicial system comes in. An appointment upheld by the Council of Trade. The Council of Trade was the council, uh, you know, the um, trade and what is it? Um, hmm. Anyway, you know, it's, 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 the guild. Yeah, they were the guilds of London, obviously, for the uh, independent companies. They were the guilds of London, and. Uh, you know, uh, Hunter was rewarded by becoming Chief Justice, and the Council of Trade and Plantations is what it was called. And then it went on to the Council of Trade, or the the Borough of Trade, something, the trade, okay, in our day. And now it is the New World Order, not New World Order, I'm sorry, the WTO, the World Trade Organization. So this is the way it's morphed. And they're going from being a a citizen of the state, okay, being protected by the state and by the constitutions of the state, to being a U.S. citizen when we check that little box, now they're going to a documentation, okay, a citizenship by documentation or natural, you know, rather than naturalization. So this is, it's all just more of the same, but they're right. using and, different words. And they, I, and I and that, yeah. Actually, Yeah, oh, go ahead, sir. Oh, uh, is this where, when we pay uh, our income tax, that I understand that the taxes doesn't stop here at all. It's about 80 per, uh, uh, 60% goes to Rome and 40% goes to England. Is that where that comes in? I, you know, I don't know much about that, but I do know that the Social Security number, I recently applied for a passport, okay? 
And when I applied for the passport, now I was in the Navy, and I was in the Navy in the early 60s. So that was during the transition when they were outsourcing, you know, uh, the military jobs. And I was in data processing. So data processing, when somebody was, was programming back then, they were programming in Fortran or COBOL. And what they did is they made up their own co codes. So anybody can make up any kind of a code and kind of lock in lock in for life their their deal because uh, you know um, it was job security for them so what they were doing was they were outsourcing to the unionized what do they call civil servants okay the data processing functions and when they were doing that I mean this was all taking place prior to the the monetary system going to to uh, what do you call it? taking the silver out of the coin, which is which was it, it's not in line with Article One, Section Ten. Okay, so our members of the military had gone from being an a, a, a truly an American you know um, military force, and this is why this Pentagon thing that Jim is dealing with with bringing this forward with the Beacon Thirty Seven is so important because when they started getting paid when the military went all volunteer under the social security number and being paid with a currency that is foreign to that which is authorized by the Constitution, we have a mercenary force. We do not have a military. We have a mercenary force that is obligated under law to be sent to foreign jurisdictions in order to to protect and defend foreign interests of the corporate U.S., the 28 U.S.C. 300215 United States Federal Corporation, by definition. Wow. Right, so even if we wake up... Yeah, we went into in, service in January the 16th in 53. And so the, you know what I'm talking the, uh, about. It was training 158,000 of us to go to Korea. And they said, you better bring, we're bringing back the uh, lucky sevens from the Second World War trainers, and you better learn everything that you can learn and bring something with you. Because you know, on the line, the average length of life six seconds from 51, 52. And so anyway... Yeah. We all had to take the uh, uh, oath of upholding the Constitution. Now, apparently, we didn't know Sikkim about it. Uh, so we had to take the oath to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Mm -hmm. And in our company, it's you tell a lie and you die, and it won't be 30 years. It'll be right now. So I hear you. this whole thing is since 53 has really, really... Uh, Got out of line. Well, let me ask you a question, sir. Where are you, where are you located? I want to get your information right now. I need, I need his information. I also want to get Nikki's information and invite you both onto a conference call that I'm going to be having with uh, Charles8854 every single Friday. Uh, 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 at, at today, there's a call. I would love it if you got on. Um, let me see if I can... Um, like take a screenshot Jared or share the link. It's, um, but it's t uh, let's. This Jared is why I want. Thank you. I need these people on my. 
on this call. They seem like they could be qualified electors of their local community to begin to actually and put to mo into motion the body politic the, called the people. And you know what? We, if you guys would just um, call in to talk to tonight and punch in the call ID number 10929. Uh, give that again. Hang on. What? Right. Uh, so it's talk to. Right. Okay. Call in to talk to 10929. This is it's basically a constitutional form of government call. Okay. And with your wealth of knowledge, Nikki, and 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 uh, gen the gentleman. Yeah. We we would not we would miss it if we didn't have you on the call. Okay. What, what time, time is that? that? What time is that? It's gonna be um, five o'clock, my time, which is uh, Pacific time. Okay. Okay, so, so that's eight o'clock my time. Eight o'clock yeah. your time. And you know what is so cool about this that there is no statute or constitutional provision that can literally trump what we're doing, but the only statutes and constitutional provisions literally restrict and bind the government, not the people. The people are given all rights that the government have and then some, you know, uh, not given, but they actually have and retain all the rights. They, you know, they, whatever, whatever the government has, we have too. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is there's a people uh, coming together and we could be using as soon as we get 12 electors, whether they're from Maine or from California, we as the people of America can come together and create these uh, um, a, a, a jury verdict, in other words. That's and right. You're, you're duplicating a lot of work that others are doing. Is there not a way in which we can join together? Because we have already gotten uh, the counties and some of the states. You may have people on your call who are of the states that we need to complete the territory. Oh, that too, yes. Mm -hmm. Right. I hear what you're saying. You're talking about the de jure offices being filled. And that's exactly what the content is about on tonight's call. But that's I think what that... we're going for. We're... we're a, we will be doing that actual premise within the completion by doing the committee of state, not the committee of safety, but the committee of state. Okay. That's well, let me, I let me let me yeah. try to uh, kind you, of, uh, do a little bit of a framework here. Is that uh, what what we're doing with Beacon 37 is making sure that the paperwork is in order in order to get this done. And we need f five people in the territories in each of the ter the states that were came in under the um, the ter Northwest Territory as well as uh, you know whatever. There's no right. Yeah, after the Louisiana purchase, I know what you're talking about. Exactly. So we need we need that established. That's like the kingpin. That's the foundation. But what um, what I hear Donaldson talking about, Wonder Ann, is that this is kind of he's talking about twelve people coming together and you know saying, hey, look, this is where it went wrong. This is an indictment. This is a presentment. Is that correct? Okay. Am I getting you correct? 
That is correct. <laughs> and are, is is yeah. Charles is Charles uh, from Washington State or somewhere up there? He, no, he he lives in California right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's, I'm thinking Charles Stewart. And uh, that is him. You know Charles. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, Charles Stewart. Okay, yeah. So he's he's uh, doing a different angle from this, but it's it all falls into the same thing. Right. Jim's right. work needs to be finished. So these guys, right. if they can get on board and finish the work that Jim is doing, so that he can do the delivery to the Pentagon, because elsewise, what the, the gentleman was talking about is what they did is after Kent State being in that era there and watching what was going on and being military myself. The thing is, is that Kent State, and we were still military during that phase over, when Kent State happened, what they decided to do is rather than saying, oh yeah, Korea was illegitimate, it was never a declared war, and so was Vietnam, what they did was, oh, what we'll do is we'll just make them all... um, volunteer because the draft they didn't want to go because of the draft you know so this was the argument going on at that time or the the issues going on at that time so they legitimized Vietnam and Korea by saying okay you're all volunteer and what they did was they took the service numbers they did away with them and they put everyone under the social security number which revenued us under the the US uh, not the US but the uh, Federal Reserve System. She's talking heat, yes. rocket science. No, and you know what about the re- revenue? Oh, my God, I can't believe we're having this conversation. This is phenomenal. Thank you, Wonder. Oh, my goodness. The, the thing about oh, venue is we, they, they even have removal codes in, in, in the local uh, family law and civil procedure laws and all that stuff and also criminal, criminal procedure that, you know, that removing to the proper venue is is an aspect of of court proceedings cannot be Absolutely. disputed. It cannot Absolutely. be disputed. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's all place on words. It is. It's all the words you use. It's used against you or for you. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Including that republic. I mean, you know, think yeah. about uh, what was a publican during Roman law? In Roman law, they were tax collectors. Why would we want to republic? You know? Let's do this. <laughs> have my number. Take my phone number down if you have a pen or pencil handy. I know. I don't care. I want as many people to contact me. Well, not really. I don't I, want to get perked. I, I, I have your number. I have access to your yeah. number. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Right. And so this is great, uh, Donaldson. If you and Nikki and I'll I'll get on there too. I don't know if Jerry and Gerald will get on because that's pretty late for you guys. But I'll check with you before I get on that call because it'll be seven o'clock for you guys. You're in Iowa. So, Jerry and Gerald, if you want to get on there, because, Gerald, you have a lot of background on the military, just as Nikki does. So, uh, Donald, oh. and, uh, Gerald and Jerry are, are young kids. They're both in their 80s. So, oh. uh, Jerry. Well, it's a pleasure great. to help and work with you guys. Oh, they're great. Absolutely great. I love it. I, I can't see them not being a part of you know of of uh, the remedy. This is this is why they, I mean with their wealth of knowledge, um, 
get on tonight's calls and sh and please share if you have time if you guys uh, can get on for 30 minutes or something like that you know that's good too um, but I know Charles would would appreciate it I certainly would and if you think about becoming qualified electors of your of your local community in a for in other words there's no way for us to embody the the uh, the principles associated with the people um, and their freedom unless we actually have like a, something to to manifest through like there's no way for us to experience life unless we have a body to manifest through so therefore we need to construct something from scratch because we have been lied to we have been lied to and it has been hidden from us over and over and over But so now, yeah. But without the egos, we, uh, you know, allow it to flow very, very effectively, right? The light. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, but uh, then again, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of blockages are unintentional. It's just that people don't know what they don't know until they know it. I'm bringing forth heaven know. on earth, you guys. You know why? I spilled my blood over my intention, and I wrote it down on a piece of paper, and then posted it to the internet. And the piece of paper that I wrote on was a copy of the 1849 version of the California Constitution, We the People. And you know what's interesting? Ever since I've done that, I've literally seen a turn in, in the direction of my insight, insight that has been coming. It's been all associated with bringing forth, uh, you know, the people's, right to exist under correctness and all this because I did write with quantum grammar go watch my video on YouTube it's second son of Donald okay on on YouTube there's some hyphens in there but um, the whole thing is I've literally seen results this is why I, 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 I completely take quantum physics seriously you know when you, you think of think a thought it can manifest so health and wellness yeah we're about it, and we're also about keeping it real, and there's not necessarily any mystical nature to what we're dialoguing about. We've never done the mystical stuff. We've always been real straight up front about it because that's the way we come. We've all been talking that way over the years. So this is, Yes. Uh, this Can is you really put your blood over your intent on the Internet? I'm not trying to convince you to do it. What I'm saying is think about this, Wonder. How much blood has been – how many millions of lives? We need millions of people to put their blood up. Uh, if, if not blood, just understand how you're walking around every single day as a, as a water. You, your body is spiritual currency. It's, it's, it's basically spirit-filled spirit water. All, all water is alive. You are the living water. And so when you walk around, you, know, you put your blood over your intention every single day. You lay your head down, you wake, you, you, and you get up in the morning. You still lay your blood you, you, over your intent. Now, so it's not 100% necessary to put it on the Internet, but what that does do is display it openly for the whole world to see on the Ethernet. It goes into the consciousness of the, of the entire planet. Okay, I'm done. Interesting viewpoint compared to what we had talked about last week. So that, that gives it a different perspective. It's all about the learning. It's all about our learning curve. So, uh, see you guys tonight on the call.
Yeah, well, I'll be glad to get on there, and that's at 8 o'clock our time. That's great. Well, we we have gone way over. We're 11.38. We're so glad you guys got on and are participating in it and gave us this new uh, new viewpoint. Um, Can we hear from Nikki before you close? Oh, absolutely. Nikki stays with us. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I'm getting ready to leave myself. But um, what is it you – did you want something else, or can I say Yeah, else? I was wondering you if you could have a – yeah, she's trying to close. I want you to say something to close out the show. Oh, say something to close out the uh, – you know, we can do this. Uh, you know, what uh, what I proposed just uh, yesterday is I went ahead and, and I talked to Wonder Ann about it when I woke up with this thought, you know. Uh, hey, why don't we get a movement started in our local communities so that we can have valid access to – to um, ratify the U.S. Constitution and nullify all the amendments 11 through 27. Let's start again. Let's start afresh. There you go. They can That's go ahead and keep their, you know, their uh, trade and commerce and things like that. Just leave us alone. We, the people, have no, pl- we have no standing under this present Constitution and the amendments. The Ten Amendments did not apply to us. It applied to we, the people, and their posterity, who never submitted their constitutions to the people, the people like us, for ratification. So we were never part of that to begin with. This way we say, okay, you keep your constitution, you do your thing, and that's in line with Revelation because it says inside and outside, you know, there'll be, uh, there's like two distinct uh, entities going on at the end times. There you go. Awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, that's where I'm coming from, and that's that's what I have to say. So, um, you know, think about it, and if you think that uh, that would be a, a good thing to do, you know, um, locally, not locally, but in your state, is to get it on the cost, or on your state ballot that to ratify the U.S. Constitution and nullify Amendments 11 through 27. Just get rid of the whole thing. Let's start again now that the constitutions under what Jim is doing with the ratification process and the um, uh, his delivery, we will be situate in a way that is just incredible based on the first paragraph of the Declaration of Independence. We can truly have what we were entitled to under and the basic ten. And not be pushed off again because we will have the knowledge they cannot fight us on. Exactly. Right. And there'll be no coveting, no stealing, no bearing mm-hmm. false witness, uh, you know, et cetera. And the, the Sabbaths include the seven-year cycle where there's forgiveness of death every seven years. So we yeah. will never be in economic servitude again. Yes. And that's, that is the essence of what we're all going through, is the uh, con- continual pressure to make you the servant when it is not your role. No one, exactly. is, the no one is the servant. We are all working together, and that's what people have to get. It is not a servant uh, protocol thing. 
And right, and and if we do that, we also then have the standing to dissolve the corporate entities who have enslaved us. And the fact is, is when they took the silver out of the coin in 1965. The good faith, and this is again Article Four, you know, of that uh, of the Constitution. What uh, we became is, is on our good faith, okay, and credit. We have become the creditors to their debt to us. They owe us if we dissolve the corporation and then have it wind up in a manner that they proscribe that it's done, they pay back to every man, woman, and child that which we have been bonded for. And that's where you were talking about, you know, the reconciliation through the uh, ESCAT. Is that what you call it? Uh, Did I say enough? Uh, well, who, who, who are you talking to, Wonder or me? Oh, you. No, I did not. Oh, S cheats. Oh. Yeah, I talked about S cheats and and how the government takes the property of people with no will. Right, yeah. <clears throat> and that that goes along with the naturalization and everything else. But the, this has all been by adhesive and unconscionable contracts, which is totally against the law. Their law as well as ours. There you go. Because that's the whole promise of all of what we're going through is the knowledge that we're uh, moving forward. Every one of us has more knowledge than we even give ourselves credit for at this time. Look at all that's been uncovered in just this last 45 minutes to an hour. That's knowledge. That is what we're here we are um, we all have the knowledge and it was very interesting i watched a uh two little girls and i i'm sure their father put them up to it but it was brilliant and it was the volunteers coming to earth and these girls did it by mental telepathy and they did a marvelous job of showing how mental telepathy can be done, and they were really just play acting, but they still did a marvelous job because of the fact that we can read each other's thoughts. We can be able to give sustenance to other people. We are not a, we, we cannot just do one thing. We are a multifaceted, capable, enterprising volatile being that do so much. Right. We are a body that is fitly joined together, lively stones. Mm-hmm. There you go. Excellent. Oh. That's fine. I was grasping for words, so I appreciate that. And, and <laughs> honestly, everybody, you have power in the fingertips of your hand. Absolutely. And in the eyes you look on the world, see the world as it is, not as they want you to see it. Remember, you have all of the skills. You do know how to heal yourself. You do know how to create fully. You are a creator. Give yourself that credit. I've attempted to teach people how they can heal themselves, 
and I know it goes in one ear and out the other because they are so programmed. I do not waste time on them. I am I am well. They are sick. I mean, I, I leave it at that simplicity. That's the okay. same for each and every one of you. Uh, I actually hey thought... Yeah. I've got to go. I've got to go. Okay. Yeah, likewise. Hey, do you want to... Hold on, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Nikki, do you want to do a hug with us? (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Do a hug. Let's get a hug done quick. All right, give her a hug, everyone. Big E for Nikki real quick. For everybody. Yeah. Everybody. One, two, three. E. Oh, thank you. I, I, have, I have chills. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> bye bye, everyone. Bye bye. See you tonight. Uh, what we'll do is we'll do the Hoho Pono Pono now so that we get actually uh, the information. I've got some more to copy here for everybody. Um, so uh, let's start the whole corner. We got enough of us. Go ahead, whoever wants to start. Please oh, forgive me. Okay, thank you. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I am sorry. I am sorry. I am sorry. I love you. I love you. Elaine, are you able to get on and do it? Do you want to do that? All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Ray's saying it too. Please Thank forgive you. me. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. No, let's go ahead. Go ahead, honey. I want <laughs> you to do it. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Go ahead, Elaine. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How, how, how. And that is what we have, the ability to thank each other, to actually see the way. We are seeing so much more today about what we can do rather than belittling what they are doing. So this is a powerful, powerful program that we've turned into a gargantuan, wonderful powerhouse. So I really, really love all of you and what you've given us and what you're creating for all of us. So uh, with our Jerry and Gerald on the line, I love it that you called in, Jerry and that you were able to be with us. And this was a very powerful program. So it was really means a lot for us to have you on here. So keep coming back, every one of you. Thank we'll you. Sure. Yeah. I'm so glad. I'm so tickled. 
I get so worried about you two kids out there in Iowa by yourself. Uh, <laughs> but it's good to hear, and that's the powerful thing that's so important for all of us to know. Our young kids in Iowa are with us again. So go, 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 everybody. This is time well spent. We'll be here next week, and Jerry and Gerald, if you want me to, I'll call you, and we'll make certain uh, that we can uh, piggyback you onto the call, okay? So That's great. Thank you. Okay, and that will be, uh, I believe, 7 o'clock because you're Midwest, So, uh, and I'm 8 o'clock. So I'll call you. So would it be Yes, tonight. Is that right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Also, get, don't forget uh, about my call, to, my call tonight, 10929. Uh, it's Charles's call. But we need you, Jerry, and uh, uh, the other, the, what's his name? Yeah, that was Nikki. Oh, that's Jerry and Gerald. Jerry and Gerald. If they could get on, too. I mean, they they sound like qualified electors. You know, we could do this right now. We could start t- tonight, you know, <laughs> tomorrow. If we get 12 people, you know, we could start organizing. So. What is that number for the call? It's uh, talk show. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Wonder. Do you want to give it? I I don't have it here. Go ahead. Call in the talk show, but use a different code number. Right. It's the code number is one zero nine two nine. Um. And it's five o'clock your time. Then. That'd be Paul, seven. If he would get on, he would get six. Me and the two Jerry's would be seven, and you're eight. Wonder. Yeah. Right. Okay. We'll we'll be Hopefully there. Hopefully, we'll have eight people on the call. <laughs> so, cool. It's good. It's good. We'll see what's I'm, going on. I missed on. it. What did she just say? I'm what's seven you? o'clock. Seven o'clock, yes. correct. Yes. Okay. So we'll see you then. So everybody, you have a great morning and a great day, and we'll go from there. And okay. you said you were going to call me tonight. Yes, I'll call you about 10 to 7 and see if it works for you. Very good. Thank you. All right, sweetheart. I'm going to put it down. Call Jerry and Gerald. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Oh, I have to turn off the... Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.